Hi, I'm Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services and welcome to this podcast-only version of the Business Finance Bulletin. Now, if you've been watching uh, my YouTube channel, occasionally you'll have seen that I've been doing some special videos looking at how you can calculate ratios in order to read your financial statements. Yes, your financial statements, those things that drop in the post from your accountant every year, which are all a bit of a mystery to you. Well, get this. When you are applying for finance from the bank, the one thing they're going to do is to really trawl over your financial information. And one of the things they're going to do is calculate a number of ratios to help identify trends and more importantly red flags and these red flags will help them better understand where you are in your business and more importantly whether you'll be able to afford to pay back the finance you're requesting. Well in these videos um, I've been sharing with you initially four ratios that banks use and I wanted to kind of help you get into the mindset of what banks look for. Now as I said these were video only versions I've had a couple of requests from people asking if I'd convert them over to the podcast because some people obviously uh, prefer to listen as opposed to watch. So what I've done I've taken these four videos each of them looking at a different uh, ratio and putting them all together in this one special podcast. Now because they were standalone videos there's a little bit of repetition at the uh, beginning and the end so apologize for that but so what's coming up well we're going to be looking first of all at the debtor collection ratio then moving on to creditor payment ratio then stock turnover ratio and lastly gross profit margin percentage now when i mention all of those now in cold light today you may wonder what on earth are they about well listen on and each of them will be revealed and then you'll be able to see how you can use these ratios to be better informed before you go to the bank and also perhaps understand what you can do to improve the profitability of your business. So enjoy this podcast-only version of the Business Finance Bulletin. And don't forget, if you do enjoy it, please share it amongst your friends because I've really got some useful stuff to share with you. Enjoy. wondered how you can use your balance sheet and your profit and loss figures in order to improve the financial performance of your business. I'm Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services and I'd like to share with you one ratio that you can calculate yourself from your balance sheet that will help you improve the number of days that it takes to collect your debtors. This ratio I'm going to share with you is used by bank managers when they analyze your finances when they're looking at a business finance request. So it's a real ratio that is used in the real world. So how do we work out this ratio, this debtor collection ratio? Well, first of all, let's understand how it's calculated. It's made up of two items, one from your balance sheet and one from your profit and loss. The first figure in your balance sheet is your debtor figure. Then it's your sales figure. And the calculation is debtors divided by sales times 365. And that will give you, on average, how long it took you in that financial year to collect your debtors. So let's do it for your business. And let's give you an example. So pull out your balance sheet. And there's an example I'm going to give you now so you can see exactly how it works. So let's make a number of assumptions. First of all, let's assume that debtors are £31,000. Your sales are £425,000. And the calculation then is debtors divided by sales times 365. So it's 31,000 divided by 425,000, and that comes out at 27 days. So 27 days on average in that year to collect your debtors. Now the problem is it's a standalone figure. It doesn't actually mean anything. So let's imagine we go on a year. So let's take another year from your uh, balance sheet, and let's do the calculation again for that current year. 
So let's assume again now that the debtors then are 36,000, your sales are 435,000. So it's 36 divided by 435 times 365 equals 30 days. So in that year, it took you on average 30 days to collect. Now let's assume those two years were side by side. In year one, it was 27 days. In year two, it was 30 days. We can see there has been a deterioration. It took three days longer on average to collect. Now what could that mean? Well, first of all, it could be that you've taken on a new customer who's a bit of a better negotiator than you and has demanded longer terms. And so that skewed your average. So it's not a warning sign. You're very clear. There's one large customer who has skewed the figures. You're comfortable with it. But it could also mean that the number of days have increased because your data collection process is not as sharp as it once was. You've been more lax. And there's the warning sign. That's how you can use this. So what you can do, take a number of years from your balance sheet, do that calculation and trend them out year by year and see what's going on. And then step back and think, what can I do in order to improve it? Or what can I do more of because my trend is already improving to make sure I run as tight a ship as possible. So keep an eye out for other videos. I'll be sharing more ratios that you can use in order to calculate from your balance sheet to improve your financial performance. realize that if you understand how your balance sheet and your profit and loss account works, you can substantially increase the financial performance of your business. Well, I'm Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services. I'm here again with another video to show you how you can proactively use your financial figures to boost the profitability and performance of your business. In today's video, I want to share with you a calculation that bank managers, when reviewing a loan request, are particularly keen on. And it's called the creditor payment ratio. Now, this ratio shows on average how many days it takes you to settle your suppliers. That's a really important one for the banks because if they see a deterioration in the number of days it's taking you to pay up, it could mean a warning sign that you're under cash pressure. So, how do we calculate the creditor payment ratio? Well, there are two figures that we need. First of all, the creditor's figure from your balance sheet and the purchase's figure from your profit and loss account. And the ratio is calculated by taking creditors divided by purchasers times 365. So let's look at an example here. And you may want to get out your balance sheet and plug your numbers in. But let's take this example. Let's assume you've got creditors of £31,000. You've got purchases of £210,000. So the calculation is 31000 divided by 210 times 365 equals 54 days. So that's 54 days on average it took in that year to pay off your creditors. But that figure on its own means nothing. Um, we need to trend this out to see how it moves within the business. So let's do another calculation. Let's assume now we're one year ahead and we do the calculation again. So let's take this as an example here. Let's assume we've got creditors now of 25,000. Your purchases were 230,000. So the calculation is 25,000 divided by 230,000 times 365 equals 40 days. So in that year, it took you 40 days in order to pay your creditors. So when we put these two figures together, 54 days in year one and 40 days in year two, you can see it hasn't been an improvement. You paid your creditors 14 days earlier, and that's a good sign. 
How could that happen? Well, it may be that one of your suppliers is a really tough negotiator and screwed you down on credit terms. So your overall average was down because you're one large creditor, you paid quicker. It could be that you had a lot more cash within the business in that particular year, and so you were able to pay people off quicker. But what if it's the reverse? Say it was 40 days in year one and 54 days in year two. Well, there's a warning sign because it shows that on average, you, know, you took you 14 days longer to pay could be that you're under cash pressure. But yeah, there are obviously things behind there that may have skewed that. There may be one large creditor which skewed the average. Or it could be that you were a very good negotiator and you managed to get longer terms from one of your big suppliers and therefore that affected it. But you were still within terms and not under cash pressure. So there are a really useful ratio that you can calculate to help improve the performance of your business. If you want to know more about the different ratios that you can calculate, you'll see uh, some links to other videos here and in the description box below that will show you on what you can do to better understand the financial performance of your business. When you have a better understanding of your financial performance, you can boost your profitability and be a better performing business. Well, I'm Rob Waller from Business Loan Services, here again with another video to show you how a better understanding of your balance sheet and your overall financial performance can boost your profits. Today, I want to share with you a calculation called the Stock Turnover Ratio. Now, this ratio um, shows on average how long it takes you to turn over or sell your stock. It's all about the impact that stock held on the shelves can have on your cash flow. And it's a ratio that bank managers will look at when reviewing your financial request. So how do we work this out? Well, first of all, you need your balance sheet and your P&L. And the parts of this ratio are your closing stock figure, which you'll find in your balance sheet, your sales figure, which you'll find in your profit and loss. And the ratio is closing stock divided by sales times 365. That will give you, on average, the number of days it took to sell your stock. So let's see how this works in practice. And you may want to get out your balance sheet and your P&L. But let's just go through an example. So let's say your closing stock figure is 57,000. Your sales are 440,000. So the calculation is 57,000 divided by 440,000 times 365. That comes out at 47 days. So on average, it took you 47 days to sell your stock. But as we know, one figure on its own means nothing. We need to trend this out. So let's assume we've moved on another year now. And let's do another calculation to see how this has changed. So let's assume then in year two that your closing stock figure is 52,000. Your sales are 460,000. So the calculation is 52,000 divided by 460,000 times 365 equals 41 days. So in this case, it took you on average 41 days to sell your stock. So let's compare this end to the first year where it took you 47 days. So we've kind of improved. We've turned over our stock quicker, which can only be a good thing. We've now got cash coming into the business a lot quicker than it did before. So it's a really good sign. But what if it'd been the other way around? Let's say year one was 41 days and year two was 47 days. There's your warning sign. It took you longer to turn stock into cash and that impacts on your cash flow. So that should set you off on a journey thinking, right, 
How, how, what can we do to get rid of this old stock that we have on our shelves? Can we manufacture better so we're only manufacturing really what is going out very quickly so that it doesn't have a negative impact on our balance sheet and our cash? So really useful ratio, the stock turnover ratio. If you want to know the other ratios, all you have to do is um, just go into the description box below or click the link here and it'll take you to other videos where we look at some other ratios that you can use. Hi, I'm Rob Waller from Business Loan Services and welcome to this occasional series about using balance sheets and P&Ls to calculate ratios to improve the profitability of your business. In this video, I want to look at the gross profit margin percentage. But first of all, what is your gross profit? Well, if you take out your last profit and loss account and at the very top of the page there, you'll see the sales figure. The next line down are your cost of goods or cost of purchases and your gross profit is calculated by sales minus your cost of goods sold or purchases, and there is your gross profit figure. Now what we want to do is to convert that into a percentage, and this is straight simple maths. All you do, take the gross profit divided by sales times 100. So let's assume your gross profit is £100,000, your sales are 300000 so it's 100000 divided by 300000 times 100 equals 33%. Now we look at that figure, is that good or bad? I'd say I don't know because it depends on your industry. But the real power in this lies in trending it out. So what I'd like you to do then is to get another two years figures. Go back a couple of years. So we have three years of figures. And I want you to calculate your gross profit margin percentage for each of those three years. So let's assume year one is 33%, year two is 35%, and year three is 37% you can see that your gross profit margin percentage is increasing. Is that a good thing? Absolutely, it means you're more profitable. Now, how has that increase come about? Well, it could be that you have not increased your sale prices, but you've driven harder bargains with your suppliers, and so you're buying better. So in proportion uh, compared to sales and the cost of goods, it means that you're earning more money per sale, and so your margin is going up. It could be also that you have increased your prices, but your supplier costs have either gone down or remained the same. And so on each sale, you're earning more. So that's a really good sign. But let's flip this around. And this is where the real power lies. Let's assume you've gone the other way. Let's assume year one is 37% gross profit margin percentage. Year two is 35 and year three is 33. It's going down. There's your red flag. Ask this also important question, why? Well, it could be, for example, that your prices have remained static, but your costs of goods have gone up, but you've not passed that increase on to your customers. Therefore, as a result, every unit you sell, you're not earning as much profit. So there's the red flag for you. You've got to think back, well, what can I do now in order to arrest that trend? Well, it could be going back to your suppliers to make sure you negotiate a better deal or biting the bullet and actually increasing your prices. That will get your gross profit margin percentage back up again. So there we are, a quick look at how you can use that ratio to improve the profitability of your business. So there are a couple more videos in this series and I've included links in the box below. So check them out and use them to see how you can boost profitability of your business by getting the calculator out and doing some number crunching.
Well, there we are. I hope you enjoyed those four mini episodes of the Business Finance Bulletin and that you've now got a better idea on how you can analyse and pull apart your financial statements to help you get that yes from the bank and perhaps improve the profitability of your business as well. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, remember, don't forget to share it amongst your friends and colleagues. Drop us a line if you did find it useful and share some of the experiences of what you did after calculating the ratios. Thanks very much. And don't forget, every Friday... Um, I issue my proper business finance bulletin, bringing you all the latest news, tips and ideas on raising finance and dealing with banks. Just go along to our website, businessloanservices.co.uk and search for business finance bulletin. And there you will find out how you can subscribe to receive that bulletin in your inbox every Friday morning at quarter to eight. So thanks very much. Hope you enjoyed it. Be with you again soon. Bye bye now. <laughs>